Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. A dangerous East Coast storm. Stay put and stay safe. Searching for answers in the synagogue hostage crisis. This was an act of terror. And who betrayed Anne Frank? He was placed into an untenable position by the Nazis. Good morning, I'm Cammie McCormick with the CBS World News Roundup. A powerful snowstorm is barreling up the East Coast, leaving a trail of destruction behind as far south as Florida. We begin our coverage with correspondent Nikki Batiste in Rochester, New York, where they're expecting 16 inches of snow. The storm pounded I-90 in western Pennsylvania as its triple punch of heavy snow, whipping winds and freezing rain from the south moved into the northeast. The city of Pittsburgh could get as much as a foot of snow. Parts of Pennsylvania are under a winter storm warning until noon. In New Jersey, a gale warning has been posted for the entire Jersey shoreline. But before arriving to this region... The storm created chaos for cars on North Carolina's highways. Freezing rain coated roads with ice. The treacherous snow and ice wreaked havoc on truck drivers, attempting to navigate the highways, forcing some to abandon their vehicles. More than 100,000 people are without power in Georgia, the Carolinas, and Virginia. Stu Dressler lives in Atlanta. I'm actually going through old family photos because there's nothing else to do. Most of us are just hunkered down waiting for the power to come back on. Multiple tornadoes touched down in southwest Florida Sunday morning as severe storms moved across the area. This man was filming a funnel cloud from his backyard in Naples. We are going to go get inside the house because it's coming directly for us. Dozens of homes were damaged or destroyed. Gene Cowper lives in Fort Myers. It's too overwhelming for us to clean up. As much as we're picking things up and moving them to another spot, we're really not accomplishing anything. Now to the hostage situation at a Texas synagogue over the weekend. President Biden called it an act of terror. A motive still isn't clear. Here's correspondent Omar Villafranca. For nearly 11 hours on Saturday, law enforcement stood ready outside of Congregation Beth Israel. Inside, four hostages were held at gunpoint, their Saturday services interrupted by Malik Faisal Akram, whose shouting could be heard on the service's live stream. Officials say 44-year-old Akram asked negotiators for the release of Afia Siddiqui, who is currently in federal prison in Texas for the attempted murder of U.S. forces in Afghanistan. She's suspected of having ties to al-Qaeda and has even been called Lady al-Qaeda. Siddiqui's legal counsel said, we want the assailant to know that his actions are wicked and directly undermine those of us who are seeking justice for Dr. Afia. 
I'm Vicki Barker in London. A crumb was from the greater Manchester area in northern England, and police there say two teenagers have been arrested and are being questioned as part of what is now an international investigation into Saturday's siege. No word on their connection to the dead attacker. A crumb's family has condemned his actions and apologized to the victims. With COVID cases surging, mayors like Quentin Lucas of Kansas City say they can't keep up with a caseload. What I want in Kansas City are more nurses, more hospital workers, more staff, and more tests. I don't care who they come from, whether they come from our state capitals, whether they come from federal government. A new CBS poll finds only about half of Americans believe the president's doing a good job in handling the pandemic. That's down from two-thirds in March of last year. Here's correspondent Ed O'Keefe. We shouldn't expect a national peak in the next coming days. Next few weeks will be tough. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy defending the Biden administration's response to the pandemic as the number of daily cases surged to nearly 800,000. We certainly have more we need to do on testing. And that's a message that's very clear from him to the public, to his team, that we need to pull every lever possible. But a new CBS News poll finds a little more than a third of Americans think attempts to contain the virus are going well. And a growing number of people say information about the pandemic shared by officials is confusing. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. North Korea fired two more missiles overnight as Alex Jensen reports from Seoul, South Korea. This is now the North's fourth missile test in less than two weeks, the latest involving a pair of short-range ballistic missiles, according to South Korea's military. Yet again, they would be barred under multiple UN Security Council resolutions. Not that even new sanctions imposed on the North by the US last week have deterred Pyongyang, which already threatened to hit back with a stronger and certain reaction. Ukraine's former president, Petro Poroshenko, has returned to the country where he faces possible arrest. His arrival at the airport in Kiev... His return adds to the political confusion there with a looming threat of a Russian invasion. Poroshenko is popular among Ukrainian nationalists. New Zealand and Australia have sent military surveillance aircraft to Tonga to assess the damage from that huge undersea volcanic eruption on Saturday. Monica Ricks has more. Communications with the island have been limited since Saturday's eruption. Officials say the island's single underwater cable that controls internet and phone service got severed by the blast. So New Zealand and Australia have been sent Sending military surveillance flights to assess the damage. New Zealand also plans to fly supplies there tomorrow after ash contaminated Tonga's drinking water. The U.S. State Department says it's not aware of any Americans affected. Tsunami advisories have been lifted in the U.S. Investigators believe they may know who turned in Anne Frank and her family to the Nazis. Vince Pancoke is a 30-year FBI veteran who led the investigation. He spoke to 60 Minutes. How and why would Arnold Vandenberg have betrayed the Frank family? Well, 
in his role as being a uh, founding member of the Jewish Council, he would have had privy uh, to addresses uh, where Jews were hiding. When Vandenberg lost all his series of protections, exempting him from having to go to the camps, he had to provide something valuable to the Nazis that he's had contact with to let him and his wife at that time stay safe. Is there any evidence he knew who he was giving up? There's no evidence to indicate that he knew who was hiding at any of these addresses. They were just addresses that were provided where Jews were known to have been in hiding. And Frank's father was the only family member to survive. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Former Tuskegee Airman Charles McGee has died at the age of 102. Christopher Cruz has that. McGee was one of the last surviving members of the group of African-American pilots who broke barriers in World War II. He flew 409 air combat missions, including in Korea and Vietnam, for 30 years after his service in World War II. He retired 50 years ago as a brigadier general. To celebrate his 99th and 100th birthdays, he flew state-of-the-art business jets. Charles McGee died at his home in Bethesda, Maryland. Sunday morning, his youngest daughter, who lived with him and was near him when he died, said he had his right hand over his heart and was smiling serenely. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. A new report finds the pandemic exasperated the gap between rich and poor. Oxfam says while more than 160 million people were pushed into poverty, billionaires saw their fortunes grow at a rate never seen before. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. 
you actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.